Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Niddle. going to argue this morning and welcome to another episode of the back row fantasy show where i like to scream at the top of my lungs but i got arms to my left good morning and knit to my right sorta sorta it's we, not we flip-flop the studio and and you just keep opening that way because no one can tell it's <laughs> it's kind of a lie arms is kind of to my right <laughs> but we do live in appalachia so i've got arms to my left and knit to my right you actually have arms on both sides of you I do. He's been saving that one for a while. I guess. I guess that's kind of true. But uh, let's start it off right. Uh, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is a first ballot Hall of Famer. If he retired at the end of this year, I and I had a vote. If he continued this pace, I'm voting for him. It was a. Fa- it, it it would be a famous year. <laughs> yeah. He's on pace to throw 80 touchdowns. He is. So I would vote for him also. If you threw 80 touchdowns in a season, you're in the Hall of Fame. Or, or is Pretty it, much. Is he threw eight touchdowns or ten touchdowns? Ten. ten. Yeah, 80 touchdowns. Yeah, two games. Good pace. Ten touchdowns. I think he's I mean, I think he's good at football. Hot I, take. Very possible. It's very possible that he knows what he's doing. You know, I was looking at him in DFS, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going I'm to I, – I, maybe the angry Steelers defense is going to bounce back this week. <laughs> Steelers I'm going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. They're so bad. And that decision alone cost me money. Well, well, here we go. Since you mentioned the angry Steelers defense, the we're going to have the angry Niddle show today. The angry Steelers defensive coordinator? Because that's all they're going to have. Okay, good. Antonio Brown is ridiculous. Diva. <laughs> Somebody posted on Twitter about Big Ben being his source of uh, receptions and like making him look better than he is, which I completely disagree with. Yeah, Antonio no. Brown can go to any team. It doesn't hurt to have a potential Hall of Fame quarterback. Never though. hurts. I, I don't know why you would want to argue that. Like, why would you? Uh, I mean, it's not. Why like would you, you have, want to be with T.J. Yates? It's not like you had to. Dante Culpepper throwing the ball. You know, <laughs> no. But anyway, see, somebody on Twitter says that. And he responds, trade me and let's find out if I'm that good. Like, come on. I get where you're going with this. <sighs> yes, it's called getting your blood boiling. A, a superstar has no business responding to, would you call it a, Thank you. a, a Steelers, a former they, Steelers executive, right? Not executive. Was, it was like a executive. former Steelers uh admin media manager like yeah yeah you know like a little marketing feller like uh you know <laughs> let's let's put let's put antonio brown on the side of our starbucks cup this week you know just someone yeah, like that okay like someone like us well here's what the steelers can continue to do is suck uh yeah <laughs> completely separate the team the superstars from everyone else and they can continue to tie the browns and lose to the chiefs yeah as of right now, they are the tied for Browns in the division. They are, but the the facts also remain: they lost to the Chiefs forty-two to thirty-seven. Couldn't uh, stop them. You know the the nineteen seventy-two Miami Dolphins might have lost to Pat Mahomes. <laughs> it probably would have happened. Mahomes probably would have tore him up. Uh, and they lost to the Brown, or they tied the Browns. I mean, the Steelers. The problem's the defense. 
I, I mean, Lev Bell would have helped. I will I will give Nit that all day. Lev, if Le, they had Lev Bell, they probably would have won one of these two games. I, I think that's feasible. No, no, no. It, it, they're 2-0 and with Lev Bell. You're talk, <sighs> the margin of separation is five points on I've their team. I've given them one. You're sitting in the middle with you. You're telling me, Love Bell, again, their margin of defeat over two games slash a tie is five points. Five points. Love Bell 100% helps us. Defensive coordinators game plan for for Love Bell. They don't game plan for James Conner. They go, meh, let's shut down A.B. So, yeah, A.B.'s frustrated. You know why? Because he has no Love Bell. Because AB, you AB can, needs to realize it's two games. No, no, no. AB can be as frustrated as he wants, but he has to realize the source of of his of his frustration. And it's Love Bell. It's it's the Steelers frust- front office not paying Love Bell. Now you're getting double coverage all game long. Let me ask you a question though. How, how many catches does Antonio Brown normally have a game? Twelve. Seven to twelve. Yeah. Okay. He caught nine. Right dead, yeah, right well, dead center. I mean, you, you did watch the game where they were down like the entire game, but, right? What, but what is he doing with the ball? He's doing you his know, job. Yeah. I mean, he's he's getting his production. What no. really? What more does he want? No, he's, he's not doing, getting his production. He's getting he nine catches. How many yards? Sixty-seven. He getting the end zone. Was the ball was the no. ball in his hands? No, but he's got okay. a guy named right, Juju Smith-Schuster that's a he, superstar, he was, a budding superstar oh, on the other side. Thank of you. Him. Thanks for making it. So he was targeted seventeen times. Yeah, I mean, it. He's got Big Ben throwing in the ball, which there, is there's a no good problem with the Steelers off with two it's a defense. Pe- oh God, it's it, Lev Bell helps you control clock. He helps AB get open in the end zone. In the end, they. Thanks for making my point, by the way, Arms. Nine catches. That's great. No touchdowns. Do you think AB? Hold up. So AB scores. Just running him underneath routes all of a sudden because Le'Veon Bell's not there. No, no, no. It's when they enter the red zone. Arms. There's a th- an all pro threat at running back. Okay. That you have. Oh wait, no, they haven't had him. It's been James Conner, and no one cares about James Conner. He can get his yardage. I like James. Blah, blah. Okay, that's great, but the fact of the matter is, they only you only have to defend AB in this office. How mu- office. how much more production would Lev Bell have put up in Game One? I don't want to talk about okay. Game Two because Lev Bell probably would have helped them win Game Two, the Chiefs. But how it much j- more would Lev have done over Connor in Game One? Barker, that's it's my, possible. It, no, no, that no, Connor no. could have a better game than Lev. Get out of the fantasy world, Barker. No, I'm not Arms, talking get fantasy out world. of the. Fa- no, you are. You said how much more production would he have given you? It's, it's not about production. It's about the team. It's about other teams having to game plan and scheme. To stop Lev Bell, that makes your other parts better. Like and it's AB. possible that that it's scheming would have worked. It's possible that scheming would have worked over. Well, James Conner, we don't have to plan for. Barker, him. Oh crap! Conner Con- tore us up in game one. Stop! Oops. Stop saying possible. That it's possible. It's all possibilities. Lev Bell beats the Browns. That's a possibility. Single-handedly, it's debatable. All right, it, it, it's it's a hundred percent sure. Then you add Lev Bell to the Steelers, they're a better team than the Browns. That is not like you're reacting like that's insane. It's but just to make your point, you're telling me the Browns are good enough to play with the Steelers with Lev Bell. No, we're assuming that Lev Bell 
wouldn't start the season crappy like he did last year. Last year he wasn't that good in the first few games. You it took him a little bit to get going. Now we're assuming he's just going to come in world-beating every game. But why? It's like saying Michael Crabtree would have, if the Raiders would have kept Parker, him, they'd have beat da- the Broncos. Slow down. Why was why was Love Bell a slow starter last year? Oh, because cause the Browns or, or the Steelers didn't pay him going in the season. He held out the whole – I wouldn't would, pay him either then if he wants to lay down on me. All right, Vontae Davis, no. enjoy your retirement. God, you guys do not understand business contracts. Like, if you pay that guy – They're making plenty the of money. End, if they pay that guy at the end of his rookie contract, the rookie – all that, he is there from day one and every – There's you're only holding out for a contract. They did actually offer him as much money as he asked for last year. Oh, yeah. Week. I'm just saying I've seen guys that didn't get their money yet that still went out there and earned it. They didn't just lay down. No. No. You don't see that. No, that's why I'm. That's why the whole He's conversation started. Down. Divas, Lev, Antonio, Divas, superstars. Also, another apparently the same thing divas. in your book. Divas not really. Des Bryant is a diva. And I would argue he's not a superstar. Yeah. The Steelers have enough talent to to not worry about headaches. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I think I think you just were wanting to say the Steelers have enough talent to overcome, and they don't not overcome. They don't apparently. Not overcome. They, they don't. Whatever you. Whatever adjective. Whatever. Whatever verb you're going to use there, they don't. Because they do not have enough to beat the Browns. They do not have enough closing. They don't have enough to beat the Steelers at home. I I will tell you. And it's because they they don't take care of their good players. They are the Steelers. Um, they don't have enough to keep beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Mike Wallace has left. Emmanuel Sanders. This is the way the Steelers play the it game. Is, good. It is. They, they've Shame continuously out. let people go. That I was shocked. Not their superstars. Emmanuel. Sanders. Yeah. 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 They had. I'm not. They listen. Now it, you're is, com- now you're comparing Emmanuel Sanders I, to Antonio. No, no, that's what you no, did. Sh- but go ahead. Hey, I let you bitch. Let me bitch. All right. <laughs> Or let me let me talk. So they they don't pay Plexico Burris. They don't pay Emmanuel Sanders. Heck, they never really paid Heinz, paid Heinz Ward. So whenever AB got think, up, yeah, they did. When it, well, I don't think they paid him like a true you know top flight receiver. Regardless, doesn't matter. When AB came up, time I'm like, man, they're just going to let him walk. They paid him. They paid him, and I was I was shocked. That's kind of out of the realm of what they do for skill position players. They never really did it. They focus their, their talent and their money on defense and quarterback. It's really all they ever focus their money on. They, were, they had a 50-year-old Jerome Bettis for years, it seemed like. Okay, then Le'Veon Bell comes in. Because they paid him. They paid Jerome Bettis to stay. <laughs> Jerome Bettis was, no. They, they Le'Veon Bell is a way better running back than there's Jerome There's no Bettis. doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. But then... Le'Veon Bell comes in and he's like, "All right, I want the the highest contract ever for a running back." Okay, here you go. And then the argument's like, "Okay, you know what? We don't want to pay you that this year." So he holds out. Then he comes in, plays on the highest overall uh, annual contract for a running back, the franchise tag, right? So then what? Then they say, "You know what? You did it. Here's here's everything you asked for last year." Nah, nah, bro, not good enough. I'll, I'll, I'll add to, one thing and we can move on. And, I'm not, and this is not just to get you riled up, Nick. This is just a statement about the Steelers. Their defense isn't as good. That's no, terrible. It, I agree with that. It's, it's not good. Uh, Antonio Brown is still in the prime of their career, but maybe maybe they view Juju and James Washington as part of their fresh start. Shouldn't ben Roethlisberger is probably not going to play. I don't think he's going to play next year. All I, think, I think the Steelers just – it might be as simple as the Steelers – looking toward the future a little too early or all three things you said 
equal pay a superstar running back. You got a bad defense. Let's pay a running back who can help us control the ball. He can't you, play defense. You're going to let your superstar go. He's saying he's going to keep the No, I know. I know what he's saying, ball. but I'm not I'm not going to pay a running time back of possession, my defense sucks. T- time of no, time of possession's a real thing. Oh, it is. But the offense the other team's Bell, offense cannot score if you have the football. I mean, it's it's a real thing. All right, so all three things. Bad defense, get a ball control running back. Aging quarterback, you're really going to need a running a superstar running back to help you move the ball. And if you're planning on moving your star receiver, guess what makes the receiving core better? A rock-solid, Hall of Fame caliber running back. The Steelers. Steelers have made a monstrous mistake. And here's what I'll end with. They're sacrificing their Super Bowl window to not pay Le'Veon Bell. LaShawn McCoy is a Hall of Fame-worthy running back, and the team around him sucks, and it, he, he can't do it by himself. The Steelers won time possession that. in the last Shady game by five minutes. End with that. Not, oh. No, we cannot. Running back no, 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 no. We cannot isn't end. the end all. No. It just isn't. It is when it's Le'Veon Bell. Not in 2018. But you, it, it doesn't matter if Le'Veon Bell's on this team. The, the uh, Chiefs were just flinging it all over the field. Le'Veon Bell's not stopping that. Six touchdowns had nothing to do with Le'Veon Bell. The they Steel- lost by five. The Steelers one time possession by five minutes. How many? How many rushing yards did James Conner have again? Seventeen. <laughs> so oh. Le'Veon Bell wouldn't have helped at all. No, no, no. no, no. But, you said it. Le'Veon of, Bell would t- not have helped at all. Time of possession. You just said that's the difference maker. Five minutes is a big difference. Who had the ball? The Steelers had the ball for five more minutes. Patrick Mahomes could score from anywhere on the oh, field. That's all my right. point. My point I is he's, they still threw for six So touchdowns. you're saying the Steelers controlled the clock more than the, yes, the Chiefs did, five it minutes. didn't matter? By five minutes. What a good way to Man, open the show. Awesome sample size there. Thank you. But you're going off of a two-game saying James Conner no, sucks no, 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 and can't no. do it. I did not say that. I'm, I'm saying Le'Veon Bell should be paid, and James Conner strikes no fear in the heart of defensive coordinators. You're never going to game plan for him. You can shut down A.B., like and they, you're an I, 0 one and one team like without they, him. I feel like the game plan for him this week, because that's the reason they focused on him not getting the ball for 135 yards. That even helps my argument more. So if you a, do game plan for him, then Juju, he, can't, then he puts up eight, a 17-yard stinker. The, the road dog Jesse James ate. You know what? Because they a- were a- down. A- I mean, he had nine, nine receptions for 67 yards. I mean, there was plenty of statistics to go around. You guys are unbelievable. Because their defense is not that good. You are unbelievable. Listen, I want to. If Lev Bell could play linebacker, go ahead. I mean, go ahead and pay the man. Get him a good linebacker. Listen, I think. Super Bowl contender with him, and you're 0 1 1 without him. I mean, they, that is drastic. No. That, how, that is drastic. It, but go go ahead. Drastic. All right, we'll move on. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, get you know they lost more. Than, no, no, no. You know they I, lost more than two games last year, right? No, no, no. With, with I, I know Bell, you know they lost more than two games. I'm gonna, deep down. I know you guys know you're wrong, and you're just arguing to argue. But it's oh, you're throwing one, one. You all, you tied the Browns. You're, so you're for the, so for the sake of what you're saying, so if Lev Bell were traded to the Jets today, are they Super Bowl contender? They're not Super Bowl contenders. They're a playoff much, team. They're a yeah. No, you can say that. Better defense. I'm not saying it. You you, you can, can say you that. can say that. I'm the not Bills that. made the playoffs last year. Yeah, because AFC was weak. Can we talk? About okay, where did the Jets play, Barker, in the AFC? It's oh, not my as weak Lord. this year. It is not Just, as weak this year. You got uh, Andrew Luck that's back. Uh, the the Chiefs look good. The Chargers look good. Was like, there it's, an it's influx not as weak. The Ravens are better. The Bengals are better. There's so many teams that are better. 
Patrick that, Mahomes like, decided to play football this year. They made the pl- the Chiefs made I know. the playoffs you just said last Aaron year. I know. I'm just saying they're they're better. There's better teams. The Bengals are better this year. There's there's they're just two better years teams. removed from the play. I mean, Freaking they, Dolphins are two and zero for God's sakes. Are they a Super Bowl contender with Lev Bell? I don't know if the Dolphins make playoffs. Of Lev Bell. Now you're now you're misconstruing my words. No, you're, I'm, you're no, saying I'm adding, I, I never said put Lev Bell on any team. And they're super. I, I'm just adding my argument. That's Clear not. you you can you have no argument though you don't have an we argument. We both do. No, we you both don't. have one. What's your argument? That our team's better with Lev Bell. Are they're they're not better with Lev Bell? Because you're both wrong again. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, you, you, then where is this Super Bowl talk coming from, Barker? Why are you throwing that at me? Because you said they're a Super Bowl contender with Lev Bell. The Steelers, not the friggin' Jets or the Miami Dolphins. You, you guys are being ridiculous. The Steelers' defense is on par with some of those defenses. So okay, I mean, so, so basically, you're telling and me, you said Ben Ben can't get it done by himself. Ben's not good enough to get in, get him there alone, just like Tanhill, just like Flacco, just like Dalton. Like they need that superstar running back to get it done. The Steelers I'm just saying it's not that simple. Been, the Steelers have unquestionably been a Super Bowl contender for the have last been. three years. Windows closing. Right. So pay the dude to get you there. He's part of the window. What what are we uh need oh, charger? <sighs> good way to start. They're gonna they're just All right, so James Conner's going to put up monstrous points, so I'll give you that. He he is. I have a mind. He's point. not the same running back. I'm not trying to say that he He's is. Not even in the ballpark. I'm saying that the Steelers know their windows closing, and maybe they're they're hesitant to just throw money at a running back in a passing league. I can guarantee they don't do that, but that's okay. Dolphins did start two and zero. Not a Super Bowl contender. Probably not a playoff team. There's a stat. I think it's sixty three percent of two and zero teams make the playoffs. Watch the Dolphins debunk that. That's that's probably what they'll do. Well, they, they are they are the thirty eight percent. Yeah, they are the thirty eight. Yeah, offense is anemic. I'm not really sure how they've won both of their games, but I'll take it as a Dolphins fan. But fantasy purposes, I'm not sure there's anyone on this team now that uh that you're excited about starting on offense. I wasn't even I was not excited to start Kenyon Drake this week. Like I like Kenyon Drake. But it seems like every running back in the league, and I'll, I'll say this for you, not named a Lev Bell, not named a Todd Gurley, is getting like 10 carries. Yes. Like every running back ridiculous. 10 carries. It's like, oh, you know what? Uh, 79 yards led the league, in, or the uh, the NFC in rushing this week. You're like, what? I don't know if that's accurate, but that's the, that's the numbers you're expecting. Yeah. Nick, who's the league rushing leader right now? It's Matt Breida. What? Like, it, like with, you know, with, and, and I think he's gotten 10 carries a game. Like, with legitimately, how, how many uh, yards? You know, uh, it's, it's just under 200. Yeah. It, through two games. It you, won't last. I, I know, know that. but you expect somebody to, I don't know. Have, make, a two, have yeah, 250 yards over yes, the first two games. Somebody. Have a big game, little game. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, 225 yards and 75 yards or 160 yards and 70 yards. 200, not even 200 yards? Come on, people. Uh, it was nice to see Albert Wilson get five targets this game. Um, I like to see the, you know, the yeah, it is. I like it, to see him get a little bit of attention. The rotation with those guys like Jakeem Grant, Amendola, and uh, Albert Wilson—they rotate them, and it's like the only guy they don't rotate is Stills, who's a deep threat on a 
team with a quarterback that don't throw a great deep ball. And they've got Parker coming back, it looks like. Um, I don't know if he'll be back this week or not. Watch him get traded. Um, I actually read something he was about He was that. a healthy scratch. He was a healthy scratch last week, and it's because they like who they've got on the field better because Devontae Parker can't separate. Wouldn't be surprised to see him traded you know within why? the next week or two. Wide receivers are expendable. So you're saying don't pay Absolutely are. Brown? I, I, I said that. I didn't argue that. But Jets. anyway. Jets didn't have anything great yeah. offensively. Uh, Kiko, though, racking up 13 solo tackles. Yeah, Raekwon McMillan's not exactly getting it done. So Kiko's stepping in for him and getting it done. So big props to Kiko and IDP leagues. Darnold drops down. Is that kind of a I, – I think this was a lower game, maybe not his lowest point yet I, I this year. I think we average it. I think we expected it, too. The one touchdown to two interceptions. I think he, I think he's a guy who could go 50-50 on that uh, uh, touchdown-interception ratio. I think he's more of a two-touchdown-game quarterback with I, a I good wide receiving this core. Year. This I, but year. But it definitely looks like he could be more – you know, for years to come. 330 yards is a lot of yards. I appreciate you guys, by the way, bashing, bashing on me for saying uh, play Terrell Pryor if you need a receiver. Um, I wouldn't go crazy here, Arms. Hey, eight targets, uh, 84 yards, four receptions. I mean, that's that's enough to put up wide receiver three numbers. It was a good game for him. So, I mean, I'm more than happy to – It was like M.G. Kelly's diss song. It was good for him. M.G. Kelly? <laughs> It, who? Whatever his name is. Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly. Kelly. That's, how re- That's how relevant he is. Whatever his name is, it was good for him. Yeah, I agree. This is – talking about the low point, this is Terrell Pryor's high point of the season, I do uh, believe. Me and you were impressed by MGK until Eminem really yeah, is this yes. rap. Now I'm like, oh, wait a second. That guy does kind of suck. <laughs> Darius <laughs> Leonard. Thanks how, for pointing all this out. How about Darius Leonard racking up? 30 points in our league Jesus format last Christ. week as a linebacker. Darius Leonard just 8-8. Eight and eight. Now, that to me, that is just the product of being, hands down, the most talented guy on one side of the ball. And it's not close. I mean, we said that all uh, all offseason. Somebody is going to step up and absolutely blow it up for the, uh, the Colts defense. Now, maybe not make the Colts defense relevant itself, but, you know, put up some ridiculous fantasy protection from an IDP standpoint. And that guy's Darius Leonard. He's the most talented guy on in the front seven, no doubt about it. Oh, hands down. He's probably the most talented guy on the whole team. Yeah. But I'm just going to say and in listen, the front, front seven. We don't like to toot our own horn, but all three of us have been Darius Leonard truthers this offseason. I mean, it just made sense. They drafted a guy that was better than all the other guys they had. Yeah. So, I mean. It's like, well, does he pay weak side, strong side, or middle? It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. He's the best linebacker on the it field. doesn't matter. He's just going to get to the football more consistent than the other guys. It's, yes. It's, sometimes it's as simple as that. And you add in the fact that that offense is going to be inconsistent with uh, uh, Andrew Luck getting back to it and trying to figure out the running back situation. Frankly, trying to figure out the wide receiving core, no. with, even with T.Y. So, you know that offense is going to be inconsistent and Darius Leonard is going to just eat. Absolutely. And eat and eat. And oh, as yeah. much as we like to say what we've been – what we've tried to push you towards in the offseason, we'll also tell you when we're wrong. The Buccaneers really are good. Talk about the offense. We're, we're talking about who the fuck who the fuck is Jameis Winston? I'm right. I'm 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 Fitz Magic. Dude, that was the funniest thing. It was great. Did he say you just got to be humble with his like? I think so. <laughs> like, like, and you know whose stuff that was, that right? Was, yeah, it was Deshaun Jackson. Like, like only a only a real leader would come out in their smallest wide receivers get up for the press Dude, conference. I was rolling. He's like, any of the stuff yours? Yeah, the chest hair. Like, yeah. 
That's great. He he is. This is this is smart. This is like Miley Cyrus and Kiss and Marilyn Manson putting on a show. That way, people want you as your starting quarterback. I mean, he's already did it on the field. He doesn't have to become a personality. But he's like, you know what, Jay Cutler, I can one up you. You know, it, I, here's something else I will say. It's hilarious the the historically great season Ryan Fitzpatrick is having. It's more fantasy over, points than Mahomes right now. It's being overshadowed by the fact that Mahomes is like, oh yeah, I'm I'm basically a first year quarterback, just doing just as good. It's not that big of a deal. What do you mean? Is, we're not playing in Texas Tech? No? No, no we're not. Kind of looks a lot like it. Yeah, I mean. My receivers get open like it. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Harvard boys coming out and, and saying, like, you know, us 35-year-old quarterbacks can do this too. And he's flinging it all over the yard. But the, honestly, this is what Ryan Fitzpatrick does. It always seems like he put up stats, and then they're like, you know, we're going to draft another quarterback. Well, it's it's another Bills situation. Like, he played for the say. Bills, and that, that just hurts your career when you play for the Bills. He's never been on a good team. Well, no. Bills, Jets, a little Bengals. Bengals? Yeah. Bad Bengals, too. Like, but I mean, I'm not saying he's – the Bengals, did he? Not saying he's always – we're not going to overreact here and say no. that he's going to stay on this trajectory. No. But, I mean, maybe, maybe he – well, it's not a maybe. He's just always been on a bad team. Typically. But but I mean, can you even but, consider putting Winston back on I the field? I I absolutely me neither. Let's, play, let let's him play look out at this it. team last year though. This is a bad team. The, what the Bucks? The with, Bucks no. with Jameis Winston. I'm saying last year they weren't good. Before. No, they weren't good last year. But and, I mean, you've got the development of Godwin. You've got I'm not saying you're, you're Barber's miss- that good, but I mean there there is there is slight improvements that you're that missing. Could what be. I'm saying is they're doing great now, and last year they sucked. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. So you're saying uh, a lot of it has to do with the quarterback play. I I don't know what it is, but they don't have a running game. No. It's certainly not the running game. Maybe it's, you know, uh, Deshaun Jackson dipping into the fountain of youth. I don't know exactly what it is, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is right now the biggest difference on this team, and it's insane. It's kind of the perfect combination of a wide receiver at the core with Deshaun over the top, Mike Evans anywhere, Chris Godwin kind of in out in and around the yeah, underneath, and OJ Howard eating in the middle. Good, yeah, very good tight not, ends. Not Cameron Brate, which is they paid I mean, that man semi surprising. That, that's to me, you just paid the guy and he, don't even target him. Was he? Did he play? Was he hurt? Tight? No, tight end. I mean, tight end block. <laughs> you know, but I do mean, you pay the man to block. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Steelers paid Marquise Pouncey. God, I'm so salty. I keep Would you going shut up there. about it? They paid him. <laughs> they paid him forty-four million dollars. Speaking of like stars, no, I'll be serious. You don't pay Cameron Bray just to block. I mean, he got a good contract extension. He, he I, did. You would think he would be a little more involved in a in a passing game that averages four hundred and ten yards a game. That's a ton of yardage. I think they would at least glance his direction. No. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. We uh we've got Carson Wentz coming back for week three. The the Foles experiment's over. Well, it wasn't an experiment. We've we've said before we're we're not sure that he's a great quarterback. Just a product of a really good system. Yeah, and he he actually looked pretty decent who in this hot. game. But yeah. who but I mean, I still wouldn't even consider pulling a Fitz Magic and leaving him in. No way. This is perfect but. for Wentz, though. I mean, Wentz is. I don't know if Wentz wasn't a little nervous with the run that Nick Foles had through the playoffs, Super Bowl MVPs. Like, uh oh. No, I don't think he was. I don't think so either. But I'm just saying, like, eh, Foles came. If back he would have been, now it's easier for it's easier for the Eagles to go. It's it's Wentz time. And if Here, you guys, a, and if you guys follow us on Twitter, one thing 
guys, Corey Clement. I complained about it whenever they said, hey, we're going to give the ball to Darren Sproles for all of Corey Clement's touches. And now, then Darren Sproles goes out, and Corey Clement, best running back on the team. No doubt about it. Best all-purpose running back. There, I would rather have him in any situation except for the goal line. I, oh, if I'm the team, yeah, I, I'm going to give Corey Clement more carries than Ajay. That's me. But I, I wouldn't roll the season with Corey Clement over Ajay. I'll be out of that. I, I would rather have Ajay as a true running back. I, I'm a true running back guy, though. I get what you're saying. He's the most talented or highest spark score, most dynamic. He, I do like a, a dynamic better PPR In a PPR league, he will put up more points for the rest of the year than Jay Ajay. I don't know that that's necessarily true either, but I really like I, – I, I've always liked Ajayi. He's not the most fantastic, flashy guy, but he gets the job done. He runs hard. That's what I like out of a running back. Here's Gotta a question. Uh, all, right now, the three top wideouts for the Buccaneers are startable. Does that stay the same? Can we continue to start Deshaun Jackson, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans? Obviously, we know Evans is a yes, but all right, do you feel comfortable – rolling out the other two if you have them in your leagues. I put Godwin in as as a flyer when I need a three. Yeah. I can't, I can't be comfortable having a third guy catch 100 yards worth of passes. And Deshaun, you have to play, but you're going to have to deal with the duds because he's going to have a game where he doesn't go for a 75-yard catch, a 50-yard catch. He just has three catches for 35 yards, something like that. So uh, Deshaun's going to throw in those. He's proven that throughout his career. He's going to throw you sub-10-point games. And it's usually against a good secondary, but not totally predictable. I mean, the guy, the guy does have, like you said, he dipped into the fountain of youth or something. Now let's also clarify something here with Ryan Fitzmagic. 150 of his yards were literally on two passes, two throws, like two two throws, 150 yards. He still had 250 outside of that. No, but, no, uh, but I'm no, with you. But we we also have to understand that it, these are broken down plays, like. A safety misses his assignment, and it's a touchdown. I, you can't predict that. I, I mean, scale back, scale back your expectations a little bit. Let's not expect 400 yards every week. Let's oh, not yeah. expect four touchdowns every week. I could see it being an average of two and a half and uh, three, 300 yards. Two and a yeah. half touchdowns, 300 yards going forward. That's where, that's where my expectation is as long as Fitzpatrick's the quarterback and the receivers remain healthy. Startable, though. Absolutely. Because he's a threat for three touchdowns every week, I think, in that offense. Zach Ertz came back in this game. A little something we, we kind of figured would happen. Ertz isn't going to stay down for long. Just like Travis Kelsey, big comeback for the Chiefs. Sorry, the arms that you played Kittle over him. but uh, Don't get cute, guys. Just play your studs. Don't get cute. It, it, it didn't matter in either league. Yeah, which, you know, I, I mean, Kittle's not a bad play. So, you know, that – but still – if you've got if you've got your studs, start them. Uh, the Browns Saints game that was another nail biter. The Browns did not win, but Michael Thomas can, still can, got his. Kamara still got his. Before we get Landry didn't quite do what we thought he would do. Oh, good, good. Also, I, I was just going to say, you know, uh, a real nice game out of Quan Alexander for uh, on the IDP standpoint. For Buccaneers have good linebackers. I mean, they, they have David good linebackers. Quan ate. You know, we said Jordan Hicks is going to have a decent game for uh, the, the Eagles, and he ate so. He did. And and I think that's another reason, real quickly, that the Bucks are in good shape. Not just Fitzmagic, but those linebackers. It's a pretty good core. Absolutely. But the it's Browns. Great core. It's kind of the opposite of Leonard, where. Yeah, yeah. They, you, they just you've all. You've got eat. more than <laughs> just Quan and yeah. more than just Levante. And, you know, they've got other guys that are situational that can come in and, you know, rotate. And they, they're pretty decent. So the Buccaneers literally. 
could be a team to watch out for the whole season. But the Browns, the Saints, what's what's that saying you like to say all the time, Arms? Browns going to Brown, baby. Browns going to Brown. So sad. Man, I'm rooting for them this year. I want them to get a win. You just, I am you too. just want to be in Cleveland for free Bud Light. <laughs> Man, that beer is just getting staler and staler and staler. I thought they were going to do it. Through. I thought they, I thought they have a chance to be 2-0. They do. But the Browns are going to Browns. So, so hold on a second. I'm just going to throw it out here. Oh, God, here we go. If Le'Veon Bell's I on the Browns. It. I knew it. That means by as close as it was, they're a two and O team. Oh, okay. yeah. I knew it. They're two Absolutely. and O. Does that make them playoff caliber? Yes. Okay. It does. The Browns aren't that bad. Okay. The Browns are really not that bad. I, I mean I, but also They're not. We talked about I mean, they're not they're not a playoff caliber team right now, but they're not that bad. I mean but, they're gonna win like five games. This th- year. Now let's let's just kind of roll it back a little bit. If the Browns are decent and the the Steelers lost to a good a good, solid Chiefs team. And the Browns have now lost to the Saints, which were playing in what? The AFC, uh, or excuse me, NFC. Um, a better team. The, the Saints are a better team than they, the they Chiefs. They lost, what, right one round before the championship. You know, so we're that's a good Saints team that they lost to as well. Yeah. Now, without uh, Ingram, but I don't think they necessarily need Ingram to get their production. But, I mean, the Browns, do, they lost two good teams. If you put they Le'Veon are borderline, yeah. you know, playoff quality. If they had a Le'Veon Bell, y'all keep bagging. Yeah, let's yeah. uh, let's talk. We we were kind of high on the Redskins, and they they did one. look they did look pretty good. And then the Colts, we're we're talking about a good Colts team. Apparently, uh, the Oof. defense isn't even that good, but somehow they are competing or winning games. And uh, I is that is it just Andrew Luck? They don't have a good running back. Mm-hmm. They their wide receiver core is not that impressive. Their defense is not that impressive. How in the world are they getting this done? How in the world do you pick who gets the football for the Colts? Uh, <laughs> like I don't want any of them at this point for for uh, running back purposes. Receivers, the only one I'll play is Ty, and that's with my back against the wall. Yeah, I don't. Ty Ty is going to be a little more consistent. All I'm not a big Ty fan, but to go back just to the general question, how the Colts getting it done? Maybe the Redskins are just not that great. I mean, Alex Smith had his had another one of his dink and dunk games where he doesn't even he doesn't even average 10, 10 yards per completion, and that's low. I mean, you throw in a couple fifteen twenty yard receive or, or uh, passes, and, and that should drag it up. But he was just dinking and dunking all game long. Chris Thompson had thirteen receptions. Didn't it, break a hundo. It, yeah, is that a dink and dunk court? It was just one of those sad Alex Smith games. Now, we've all said he's a winner. He's an ultra-efficient. But when your running backs get 16 receptions, your tight ends chip in another eight or so, uh, that's the majority. That's two-thirds of your offense. You're not going to win. You're not going to sustain drives. You're not going to win a whole lot of games. So, I think – to answer your question about the Colts, you have to look at the Redskins. Redskins just were not a threat to score in this game. They never did anything. Therefore, the Colts won by default in my book. You're, yes, yes, and right. yes. I mean, it, yeah, no argument. The, the Colts didn't wow you, and the Redskins' defensive players didn't make any plays. Yeah. There, there were tackles, but there were just, I mean, a, what, a couple interceptions, but what are you doing with it? We're, you get nine total points out of it? The Redskins yeah. aren't moving the ball. Hey, the the Bills actually put points on the board this weekend. Twenty of them. <laughs> what uh, what uh, fantasy superstardom for this team? Tw- uh, Twenty points. I mean, Tw- uh, whenever you upgrade from a quarterback that 
get you like five interceptions. Yeah, like four down points, to two. Four points into the third <laughs> quarter, I think it was, and you only have one a guy throwing two interceptions for the entire game. Um, I'll still pass on every single player. The standard's been set. I mean, they basically said, Josh Allen, you've got two picks a game. Don't go over it, and we'll be all right. We'll be able to, like, only lose by 11 from here on out. We'll cover some spreads, not all of them. Correct. We'll cover a few of them. Right. Mike Williams is looking uh, – it's – is he going to get better as the season goes on? Is this the breakout for Mike Williams? So I'll give you a quick analysis on big Mike Williams. He caught the first TD of the game, meaning he was involved early, and then was pretty – he was actually completely irrelevant the rest of the game. So the good with that is he's involved early. The bad with that is it's not consistent throughout the game. And I think the Chargers did kind of enter a shutdown mode, but you don't necessarily shut – like, if anything, when the Chargers, Chargers shut down, they should have Mike Williams still on the field – Earning or getting experience, getting reps, etc. So still a little shaky. However, he did say in the post game that that route he caught the touchdown on was specifically designed for him. He was the one. He was the 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 one read on that, and uh, that's a good. That's another one of the good things. But again, two. He had two targets. Thankfully for Melvin Gordon owners, he had three touchdowns. Two of them receiving, or else. Or else uh, wouldn't have been good. He only got nine carries in this game. In what was a ball control closeout game, he got nine carries. Kind of, kind of, but peculiar. If, that was but, the shutdown mode. Yeah, but why are you? Yeah. You know, why do you have your superstar out there when you have a competent backup in in Eckler? That's a good point. I he mean, why seven hurt? yards a yeah, carry? He, I mean, he's, they, Todd Gurley sure gets Rams don't. I understand that, Woo! but they're going to regret that when they're up they thirty. Are. They're when they they're really up thirty are. and Gurley tears his ACL. I, I well, or just wears down a little bit. Yeah, and you have that kind of people are like, "Why was he in the game? Why was he in the game?" You loved it for fantasy purposes. Yeah. Whenever he's oh, breaking yeah. him off in the fourth quarter, this is why Austin Eckler's on the team and putting up the numbers he is. Thank you, he, he, Austin Eckler. Good game for to him me. Too. He, he's a great flex play for as far as far out as I can see. I mean, he, he catches the ball. They're giving him enough carries to make him relevant. Playoffs Neckler is a flex. I'm, I don't want to start him, but if, if I absolutely had to, let's say I had a Devonta Freeman or a Joe Mixon, I'm looking for Eckler for cheap. Yeah. I'm not going to completely argue. A lot of his yardage, though, was just based on, on, on garbage time and early garbage time, really. I mean, they, they had it in shutdown mode in the second quarter. So. And, uh, De- defensively, man. Kind of an all-around game. You had Derwin James with his breakout, possibly. The sack, seven tackles. Mm-hmm. That dude's a leader. That dude's a good football player. We yeah. already knew that. Athlete. But. Yeah, just yeah, everything we thought he was going to be at this point. He, it's, is, it's he, what he is who we thought he was. Yeah, exactly. And then Perryman, you know, just I mean, filling up the gaps in the middle. Um, kicking over to the Bills. Poyer doing Poyer things. And Edmonds. I'd like to see a little. He, he looks, game. yeah, he looks solid. I'd like to see a little bit more out of Edmonds. I mean, you're a more athletic linebacker than a Preston Brown He'll was. Come around. Yeah, but I, you know, get your team, get up to ten tackles a game, yeah. man. Come on, nothing wrong with seven on, you know, what was not a huge run game for the Chargers. I mean, if Melvin Gordon would have had twenty some carries. We'd probably be talking about Edmonds pushing double-digit tackles, but but you want to see Edmonds a little more involved. At like, you know, give me a pass defense, yeah. if not intercept. Maybe give I me mean, a, you're you you're know, as fast as somewhere. every receiver on every team, basically. He's super athletic. Like what? I'll tell you one thing: if he was give facing Lev Bell, he'd have got those ten tackles, no doubt. Yeah. Totally playable though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, he he's 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 not a linebacker one, but he's a rock solid linebacker two in IDP for IDP purposes. Absolutely is. Vikings Packers. We had another tie. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers gutted it out, and uh, Kirk Cousins. I don't. I don't think we're worried about Kirk Cousins switching teams anymore. Does it? Does everyone root for ties now? Like I do. Uh, I, I weirdly I, root I do. For, like, I definitely dude, I was do. rooting for a tie in that Saints Browns game because uh, it would have been the funniest thing uh, to oh, see yeah. it. Oh, 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 two. two. <laughs> I don't know. There's something weird about it. Like you know, there shouldn't be ties in sports because soccer is not a sport. And, okay, but, <laughs> but uh, agreed. <laughs> Amen, Reverend. <laughs> but uh, there shouldn't be ties in real sports. Uh, but for some weird reason, I just had to say, I was kind of shooting for, as good as the game was and as entertaining as it was, I was like, please tie. <laughs> just es- Especially at a game this huge. Like, yeah. this is two really good teams facing each other, and, and it ended the way it should have ended at a tie. The two Goliaths of the, the NFC North, yeah. <laughs> they tied. All right, so I, I have a question for you guys. A huge hype. Everyone's pegging him as the top ten running back all offseason. Dalvin Cook, what do you think? I mean, through, through two games this year, I've been less than impressive. I think it's exactly what Barker called. It's going to be a little bit of a slow start for him. And about week four, week five, the dude's going to take off. I'm not scared. Barker said. I'm not scared either. I I actually think he looks pretty solid for coming off an ACL. Mm -hmm. Again, it comes down to the usage. He's getting 10 carries a game. But he's, I mean, he's getting the targets. Oh, yeah. And he's getting getting 50 50 to 55 uh, receiving yards. And he's fantasy relevant because of doing a little bit of everything. But 10 carries, I mean, you're, you know, it's not like he's averaging two yards a carry. He's doing okay with what he gets. He's just he's not, the explosion's volume. not quite there, and the volume's not quite there. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll echo what Barker predicted. If you're, the Dalvin Cook guy in your league is is looking to buy, if he's scared, go buy low. Go buy low now. Yeah. Pick him up. He's going to take off week four or week five, and you, you'll have a great. You'll have a top ten caliber running back. Might not finish in the top ten due to the slow start, but you'll have a top ten production on the way out the door in 2018. Right. He's no Matt Burita yet, but he will be. He's no Matt Burita. Not yet. Packers looked okay receiving-wise. Allison still put up decent fantasy points. Devontae Adams put up a, you know, he had a touchdown, so that helps. Vikings, Diggs, and Thielen are absolutely balling through the first yeah. two games of the I remember the us talking like, man, who's going to get the ball? Who's going to get all the targets? Who's... Literally the, the exact same amount of targets. Yeah, Thielen's still getting the targets. Thielen's still the safe guy, and Diggs is that big play threat. Just like Nitt said a week or two ago. This is the perfect – yeah, it's the perfect kind of uh, example of how it's going to go. Adam Thielen's going to be the super efficient, catch everything throw his way. He had 12 receptions on 13 targets. Diggs is going to be your big play threat with a little uh, ball control sprinkled in. He's going to have his drops, but Thielen's going to feast on receptions. Diggs is going to get in the end zone about four times more than – Thielen this yeah. year. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. going to come close to evening out, but Thielen's probably going to, you know, at this pace, Thielen's going to finish a little higher than Diggs, but they're both very, but very that's, that's, I mean, worthy in a PPR in your league, that their Your difference is the the route that he's running. Yeah. I mean, let's look at, I mean, Diggs had a 75-yard touchdown. Thielen's long was 25. How about the concentration with Thielen on that touchdown catch, though, in that game where the ball split two defenders dropped right into his basket. I mean, you could see him stop and actually concentrate on the ball 
And like he wasn't worried about what happened. He was con- he wasn't worried about the guy on his left and right. He stopped at the one yard line and watched the ball fall into his. It was it was beautiful. It reminded me of a sideline catch going to the sideline when like you let your the except legs... you're draped with two defenders. Exactly, it was beautiful. Yeah, it, it was it was an excellent catch, and you'll see those week in week out. Kirk Cousins balling too. I mean, yeah. anytime you have two receivers go thirty plus points, that quarterback had a good day and too. It's kind of crazy because he made some really bad throws. He he's gonna take his risk. The yeah. thing is, when he takes risks, they're usually fairly calculated. I mean, and that's the one thing I'll say about Kirk Cousins is he he's to me a little, he's got a little gunslinger in him whenever he has to be, but he is also a game manager at the same time. I I am a Kirk Cousins fan. I think he's he's showing out. He's not gonna keep a pace like this. Thirty five completions, four hundred twenty five yards, but. He's a threat to go over 300 yards with that receiving core week in, week out. So. Speaking of this matchup with Aaron Rodgers in the game, um, one, good to see him. He doesn't put up ridiculous numbers or anything. Funny statistic we saw on Twitter, and I didn't look it up to see if it's true. Eli Manning has 85 interceptions since 2012, leading the league. Aaron Rodgers has 78 ever. Jeez. 78 ever interceptions. I'm like, wait, what? What? But Eli does have two rings. True. I, 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 he looks bad. It's time to pull the plug on Eli if it's me. Is that the game we're going to next? Uh, it, it wasn't my plan, um, but we'll, we'll jump down to that and come back up. I, Eli, it's time. It's time to move on. I, I don't think it's – I'm not saying you put Kyle Oletta in because I, I don't think you get any better by doing that. But, man, if there was a guy that could be traded for – if maybe Jameis Winston went on the block, if if maybe, uh, you know, I I don't know. It, it's just time. Eli, that team is way too talented for Eli to suck it down in the ground. He holds the ball too long, takes too many sacks. He, it's he's done. He's it, toast. As beautiful as I said it was to, or, or as beautiful as it seems that they drafted Saquon right there, I I think Giants fans will be a lot happier with. Sam Darnold. I have to. Quiet. I have to agree, and that was not, not by my. That was not my opinion in April. I thought this was the right move, and it may still be if they can figure out the quarterback position. But right now, it does look kind of silly to have passed on Darnold. Here's the craziest thing from that game, stat wise. Uh, not that Eli had 33 completions, but that 14 of them went to Saquon Barkley. Yeah. yeah, which 14 of them went short. The only way he can release the ball quickly is if he throws it to his outlet. Just like that Chris Thompson Redskins game, whenever you're dumping the ball down to your running back every single play, once every three downs, you're not going to sustain drives. You're not going to score points. And it, frankly, it, that was uh, pathetic. We'll just say it. That was pathetic out of Eli. But hey, one thing um, – all the people who overpaid and said that Saquon was worth Todd Gurley money and Saquon was worth Le'Veon Bell type prices. The and team around him is not the, the line's yeah, not good you're enough. You're looking crazy right now because I think Saquon will be fine over the next you know over the next 14 games even he'll probably only get better. But man, it's a little bit scary to see what his outlook is based on the price you paid for him. I mean, 25 points isn't anything to joke about. He's just missing a touchdown to be an elite running back production this week. But, frankly, but it's going to be tough for him to get in the end zone if he doesn't create was, it by himself. I was going to say, the 14 receptions is fluky for a running back. A little bit. So and, he, and it's, he, it, a lot of it, yeah. It's because of Eli. Yeah. It's, it's, cause he, it's ridiculous. But he has 11 carries for 28 yards. You're like, you, that's not why you were drafted right there, Saquon. No. Yeah. 
Uh, Ogletree had a good game. Janoris Jenkins, Landon Collins, you know, did all right. Nothing spectacular. On the other side, though, Jalen Smith with 10 tackles. It was nice to see him uh, him come up, you know, pretty decent. And we yeah. saw a little Leighton Vander Esch sighting. We're seeing the takeover from Sean Lee. Sean Lee's not really doing that much, and Jalen Smith is, and he is got definitely going. Yeah, Sean Lee got hurt a little bit and had to come did. off the field. He did, yeah. But what do we say? Vander Esch is a very Sean Lee like player. I think they could. Uh, I hate to write a guy like Sean Lee off as hard as he plays. And I know, all I know, that. I know. A great he, he's veteran, consummate all that. But. Leighton Vanderesh is just a better linebacker at this point, way more healthy. And, and we're talking about a guy who just entered his first NFL game. I mean, he's just you could tell he's a good he's a good uh cerebral football player. So. Yep. And this was another snoozer, just like last week. Let's uh let's use that to update our little uh our big bet of the year. So we've got Derek Carr leading Dak Prescott by roughly four points in the battle for fantasy supremacy. But I'm it's, actually uh, winning the bet right now. You are? Thank you. No. no, 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 no. How? Because you our bet, me and you, Barker, because you said Carr would finish five spots higher. Oh, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Currently, I'm, I'm winning the bet Currently, right but as long as, he, as long as Carr keeps putting up that, that one point that, better yeah, per game, that, that's gonna gap I'm him confident out. at the end of the season it'll be that five spots. Don't believe it. I do not it, believe it. It's three <laughs> spots difference right now. Right now it's three spots. And, and, and let's just realize, Josh Allen has only played one game. Yeah, yeah. He's going <laughs> to jump Dak Prescott here next week. He jumps Dak Prescott, and he widens the gap between Carr and Prescott. It's They're both going to finish in the late 20s, obviously, but it's it's a it's a great bet to watch. It's exciting. It's the most exciting thing about the Cowboys. That, they're a good football team, to be quite honest with you. you good got defense. Zeke. Good defense, honestly. That keeps you in a lot of games. Yeah. I, th- I think the Cowboys were confident in their defense coming in that. They were confident in Ezekiel Elliott, and they're confident that Dak can distribute the ball just enough. I'm 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 I'll, I'm not going to take your bait. There was 160 yards passing for the Cowboys. Woo. You're darn straight. There was. And there was 45 yards rushing. And all of them were Dak Prescott, <laughs> weren't they? All those one, passing one yards. Hundred, every single one of those yards were accumulated by. Dak, by Dak, 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 Dak. But I mean, the, more than anything, Cowboys, Arms they won. Cowboys are devoid of a receiver. Get sign somebody. Call Dez back. Uh, I, I can't help but wonder if they were in on the Gordon thing at all. I don't think they were. But they, Well, I mean, do you hmm. trade a problem for a problem? No. I don't know. I, I'd bring Dez back at this point. No, I'm saying Cowboys. Dez for Gordon, a problem for a problem. No, that's what I mean. I'd bring either one of them back at this point. Yeah, like, Dez, we're sorry. Uh, can you come finish your career in Dallas? Because, you know, Deontay Thompson's our top option right now. But <laughs> I'll tell you, to me, all Cowboys receivers are droppable. Yes, I agree. Except for Gallup. You don't want to drop him in Dynasty Leagues. You put him on. Are you saying you drop no, I, him in not, okay. not in okay, Dynasty okay. League? I dropped him in okay. a, in a uh, redraft. Hopefully, you put him on your taxi. Hey, real quick, they're, Dak's missing. The Cowboys are missing a tight end. Tight end didn't have a catch. Didn't have a target. Oh yeah, they definitely need a tight end. Yeah, they, they need a tight end real bad. Actually, they they did have one target. Gathers got one in the end zone. And that was it. So Panthers, Falcons, Ridley finally did some uh, some good. So I mean, he looks like he could pan out as a bye week play, but. Ridley actually looked pretty good. Tevin Coleman is called that trying to make sure Devontae Freeman comes into a full time share when he returns, which and is that, which would be a good thing. Uh, yeah, I, because I don't think be. I don't think Devontae Freeman's that elite of a running back. He had a great year under Shanahan. He obviously paid. can't hold up to a full workload anymore. Right? I, and he's still young, so I, maybe it's just nicky knack injuries a bit. 
By the way, it's time to spell him more. Talk about Ridley. We almost exactly called his line, but just for week one. <laughs> right. We just we were just <laughs> we're a like, week off. Uh, it was like five to seven receptions for 67 yards and maybe a touchdown. Yeah, we're just was, a little, yeah, little we off the mark as far as when that was going to happen. Yeah, but. my bad. And, we, you know, Devin Funches is uh, relevant again since Olsen's out. He didn't, didn't have a terrible game. And DJ Moore finally got on the board, scored a touchdown on his first target of the season. Bang. Christian McCaffrey, a good rushing day. So that's uh, what we were looking for out of Th- him. 37 yards? You mean a good fantasy day? He had 102 receiving. Four yards. and a half per carry. That's all. That's all we. Me and Barker's yeah, on this. We just need to the, be around 50, 50 yards rushing. Anytime he's close, it's a good Christian McCaffrey okay. day. It is. They're mixing and he, him in. And he put I feel up a like very you guys sick. are watering down what quality looks like. Oh well, the NFL <laughs> is going to do that to us because every back's getting 10 carries. So Christian McCaffrey's getting as many carries as anyone else putting, in the putting league. Putting up right a now. very Saquon Barkley like day. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. 14 receptions that's, for Christian McCaffrey. That's so bad. He did hit the century mark. So yep. it's just insane to see he that did. that running backs are leading their team by a wide margin in in receptions. Three different players now: Chris Thompson, Saquon, and Christian McCaffrey all led their teams almost doubled. All, McCaffrey did double the receptions of the number two guy. It's insane. It, it is extended handoffs. If somebody's going to trade me McCaffrey, he uh, right now he's in my top five right now. As far as running backs go, he's a top five running back to me. Kicking over to the other side of the ball or other team here, uh, Atlanta. Julio, I mean, that's a, in a PPR league he does all right, but in a non PPR league, a little bit of a letdown based on what you saw last week. Um, but that's probably a result of him dragging their offense down the field last week. So I mean, you're going to. We've said this before. He's he'll finish the fourteen hundred some yards. He's safe. He's safe he, every week. I mean, if you are. Five for 64 is safe. It's not spectacular. It's not great. It's safe. Austin Hooper also having a career day with 59 yards and a touchdown. Chad likes to see the that. The breakout's coming, as Chad said. Dude, he, he's That's the a re- good game. Here's, he's the red zone threat. That's it, a good it's, game. It's Austin Hooper in the red zone or Matt Ryan on a quarterback sneak, apparently, because he had two touchdowns rushing. Yeah, you just I'm, don't get that I'm out taking of taking nothing away from him. I mean, that's a good game for Hooper. I'll take Hooper all day. Five, give me five and fifty, maybe a touch on it every three games or something. Not nothing wild to ask for out of him. For the sake of moving on, unless you have anything else to add about any Just of the players, Duke there. Riley, uh, Devondre Campbell, look look for them for your replacement for Deion Jones. Because he looked Devon Devondre Campbell looked real good at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Very athletic. Got to the football game long. Again, he's going to get his. Uh, he's going to be playing in the pass game eventually. But yeah, perfect, perfect replacement. Hit the nail on the head there, Arms. The uh, the Titans pulled a win off over the Texans behind the arm of the best quarterback currently on the team, Kevin Byard. <laughs> yeah, one, yes, one for sixty six and a touchdown. Uh, if they just leave him in and make the switch, I think the Titans could be a playoff team this year, but only with Kevin Byard. At the quarterback position, he nearly led them in res- in completion yardage, in passing yardage, <laughs> in yes. passing yardage. He did. He he was he, he was close. He Yard- was very close. Blaine Gabbard only beat him by a paltry fifty one yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I've got Corey Davis in a league that I've had him starting. I have Taiwan Taylor on the bench, and I'm like, I seen a passing touchdown. I'm like, yes, yeah. It just came as a uh, an update, and I'm like, Crookshank? What? Who? Who? Dang and then I seen it was Bayard. I'm like, did I? 
you're drunk, ESPN. Go home. You're writing this wrong. No, they were right. No, I thought the same thing. I was, you know, watching Red Zone, refreshing my, you know, feed on my favorite app to watch. And, uh, yeah, it said Kevin Byard, one for 166 in a touchdown. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, he does not play quarterback. Is that wait. was that one interception? Was that a, a re- we return it a reception? Yeah. What did he do? Luckily well, I, for my fantasy team, he threw a touchdown. Yeah, fantastic. Lucky, lucky for my fantasy team, Derrick Henry completed a pass as a quarterback <laughs> because the dude doesn't do anything on the ground. Yeah. So basically, the Titans they said they were going to play two quarterbacks, Mariota and Gabbert. <laughs> they actually ended up playing three, and none of them were Marcus Mariota. So, <laughs> so they upgraded. <laughs> They did. Hopefully next week, uh, a Dory Jackson gets in on the action and, and gets a couple pass attempts, as well as Kenny Vaccaro. I would like to see it happen, uh, but only time will tell. All but right. the Titans found a way to pull it out, and uh, I, I think you could say that defense was the reason. Kevin Byard also had seven tackles, and a Dory Jackson's been a revelation. He was good last year. He's been a revelation at cornerback for this team. Shutdown quarter. The new shutdown corner in the league. Uh versatile man just versatile all over the field Uh, he's not scared anyone he's actually a little undersized we're seeing these big 6-1 corners Adore is just like man I'm faster than you I know where you're going knock everything down and listen I hate to do this but normally I don't get too excited um, about cornerbacks and fantasy but I was in a pinch week one and Marcus May was out. I had no third starting defensive back because we start three. And some, you know, I got an offer for a Dory Jackson for like a third. So I shipped the third out because I had to. And uh, Dory Jackson's helped me win two games. Nice. I, he might even catch a few passes big this fan year to be quiet. He might yeah. throw some touchdowns. He, for the for the Titans, who knows? He might, might throw some touchdowns. <laughs> so Nook got back, gets on track uh, this week with 110 yards on six receptions of a touchdown. Fuller end up breaking the century mark with another touchdown. Good to see uh, the the Houston passing attack be a little bit more relevant than than last week. But yeah, I mean it was definitely good to see that that passing game get back on track. I, I'm I, I think Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Jackson, Jimmy Christmas, uh, Deshaun Watson's going to be fine for the rest of the year. Um, he looked better. Uh, yeah, he he. He didn't have, you know, three, four months of being planned, or what, six months really, being planned for to just stop him by Bill Belichick. So um, as the year goes on and he is playing in the AFC South, I mean, he's going to be fine. I wouldn't worry about him. Um, No, Will Fuller arms. Will Fuller uh, came back and did Will Fuller things, caught a touchdown. That's all he does is catch touchdowns. Uh, If he could stay healthy, this is a great time to grab him. I mean, we've seen this before, with him before last year. Deshaun Watson loves Will Fuller. He loves him. He likes to ju- – I mean, it's it's like his – I have arguably the best receiver in football, but I'm going to look at Will Fuller first. And it helps DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I mean, he, he helps DeAndre Hopkins because he takes pressure off of him. I mean, we saw it. He had a better game this week because Will Fuller was there to, you know, to keep defenses honest. But I, I'm a big Will Fuller fan – if he can stay healthy, that's been the question his whole career so far. Uh, on the defense side of the ball, Cunningham having a good game. Zach. Watt having a good game. One one name to look for that wasn't all the way at the top of the stat sheet, Justin Reed comes away with five tackles. Guys, he's coming on. Justin Reed will get better as the year goes on. Yeah. Snatch him up now. That's before, uh, one of Nitt's guys, too. Nip, do you want to talk about Just- – oh, wait, he left. Yeah, yeah Nittle's gone. He bailed on us. But, you know, as he moves into, you know, that, that more of a full-time role, I mean, he, he was the, the premier – 
defensive back, premier safety anyway, as far as in this game making plays. I mean, Justin Reed's a guy you need to keep an eye out for for the fantasy production and IDP side. Absolutely. And uh, sorry if we had a little static. We discovered we had a bad cord. It's now been fixed. Shouldn't be a problem in the future. Yeah, Cardinals, Rams, we, we got a shutout. We fixed by kicking Nittle off the show. Yeah, as soon as Nittle left, I'm like, unplug your mic. I have a feeling we got a bad cord there. So, But the Rams, Cardinals, Gurley, Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks looked outstanding in the that Car- offense. Jared Goff looked good. The Cardinals GM has more points on his license than they have on the scoreboard. Man, it's uh, I think you would agree with me, Arms. Time for a quarterback change in Arizona. I I, I didn't want Sam Bradford to start to begin with. He's I've said it, he's, but he did, and he started two games. And I think just just like it's time for Eli to be done, it's time for Sam Bradford to be done. I think Eli can bounce back, and I, but I don't think Sam can. I don't think Eli can. But I also we're, don't think same game. We're, but we're not, you know, we'll get away from that game. The Rams literally just dominated this thing from the rip. Yep. I and mean, they did not let off the gas, which I like to see. Because when you let off the gas, teams come back. Well, I mean, th- there's a reason Malcolm Brown led the Rams in rushing this week. You know, 46 yards. Because as we were talking earlier, you know, you need to have in the second half when you're dominating – you need to have a running back, uh, that number two running back, who can uh, finish out the game for you, grind it away for you. Um, we said it, fire up your Rams, and it worked. You know, you've got six receptions for Cooper Cup for 63 yards, and that was the worst performance out of those Rams receivers. Woods had 81 on six, and uh, Cooks had 159 on seven. Guys, to me, that just tells me how much better Brandon Cooks is than a Sammy Watkins because he's playing the same role. All right, Cooks just he's he's getting open, getting downfield, and and making the plays. He is, and I mean Robert Woods, he he had a pretty decent game. I mean it, it's kind of hard to tell week to week who the receiver to own is going to be on this team. But if it's me, I'm going to go with the safest play, and the safest play is Cooper Cup. He gets red zone looks. He gets looks in the middle. To me, he's the safest. Now, boom, bust, if you're trying to come back from a deficit, it is Cooks. I mean, Cooks has speed. Cooks has playmaking ability. It's 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 fun to watch right now. The Rams are fun to watch. It's the greatest show on turf again. The thing about it is, I mean, target-wise, I think Cooks is going to beat him. But Cooper Cup's catching like 100% of everything thrown to him. You know, six for six this game. Um I, to me, I, and I hate to, to be that guy because I've never really liked those you know small deep threat type receivers. But you know, I think I'm going to take Cooks over Cup right now. I mean, that's just, that's just one man's opinion. But I, I, if it's me, I've upgraded Cooks to the number one. You're definitely not wrong in, in that offense. Definitely um, not wrong. It, I mean, it's it's pick your poison between those two. Either one's a, good, a great choice to start week in week out. Whenever, so whenever you throw for 90 yards, woo! It's safe to say nobody did anything. So we can just go ahead and say the entire Arizona offense is trash, <laughs> right? It, it, when you're at, playing, at least when you're, with Sam Bradford. Yeah, yeah. when you're playing against uh, with someone as bad as Sam Bradford against a team as good as the Rams, you you got to look to the defensive side of the ball to get your production. Uh, Buddha had a decent game. Uh, Amanda Bynes' brother Josh had a decent game. Uh, Antoine Bethea had a decent game. You know, Patrick Peterson, I, as I've said before, I don't Beautiful really, interception. Yeah, in I, I don't usually condone the, uh, the the cornerback starting, especially a shutdown guy like Patrick Peterson. But what that tells me is uh, Jared Goff's like, <laughs> I don't care who's on the other side. I'll throw an interception if I need to. It's not that big of a deal. We're up by 30. Um, yeah, I mean, play your Rams going forward. I mean, play your def- defensive players for uh, Arizona. 
Uh, John Johnson, Nittles Boyd, had a good game as well. He did. And uh, unfortunately, Hassan Reddick did nothing in the game, which is uh, getting a little worrisome for IDP purposes if you're holding on to Reddick. But Amanda Bynes' his brother, getting it done if you have him too. Uh, moving on to the next game, another good one. Lions and the Niners. Stafford came back to uh, being close to normal Matt Stafford. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, was what people were hoping I, I just have that a, he would be in this game. This is something I want I want to complain about. Uh, uh-oh. If you have a player who averages like 32 yards a reception and he caught two in week one, and he caught one in week two, targeting more than twice. You know, like just depends. You're, you're, you're talking about Pettis, right? Yes. I mean, we we some teams have deep ball threats that aren't always. Doesn't mean he's open every time. I, I, he's not just a deep ball threat. The guy can run routes. He's a he's a really good route runner. I don't know about great, but he's a really good route runner. I mean, just targeting. All I'm asking, targeting more than twice. You know, he, he's he's a little bit, to me, he's an upgrade over a Pierre Garçon talent-wise. Just try to get the freaking ball to him. That's all. That's all. That That's it. That's all I want to say. Okay. Fred Warner put up another 10 total tackle game. He is squarely on the radar. DeForest Buckner again arms with a sack and five tackles. Same way I talk about uh, cornerbacks, I talk about defensive tackles. I normally don't contone starting a defensive tackle, but DeForest Buckner... He's the real deal. Different you know, story, yeah. Yeah, he's he's constantly getting uh, pressure on the quarterback. He's he's great in run support. I mean, DeForest Buckner is, for fantasy purposes, probably the best defensive tackle in football. Kenny Galladay's here to stay. If you've got him on your roster and you've been waiting for this moment, you can start him week in, week out. If, if you don't, then you have one heck of a team, and congratulations on that. Golden Tate still got his. Marvin Jones actually still got his as well. Again, this is not a tight end friendly offense. This is kind of like the Rams. They don't use the tight end hardly at all, even though Michael Roberts caught a touchdown. Doesn't matter. He caught one ball, just like Luke Wilson caught one ball. Tate, Galladay, Marvin Jones, you can play any of those guys. Carry uh, on Johnson looked pretty good. Garrett Blunt even looked pretty good. I'm buying all of the carry on Johnson I can get right I now. I am too. He looked good. He's the best running back on that team. Uh, easily. And he caught five balls for 23 yards. I mean, impressive yardage, no. But, you know, they targeted him five times, which means if he can start actually putting up some production in the or the passing game and be as, as decent, we'll say, as decent as he is on the ground, he could become a three-down back in Detroit. And he should become a three-down back I in agree. Detroit. It, it is time for the Lions to add that element to – their team. I mean, they. it's been so long since they gave a running back a, a decent chance at carries. And uh, carry on, my wayward son. It's time. It's time. No, no doubt about it. Now, Matt Breda, let's talk about him real quick because he's going to be one of the hottest buys in fantasy this week if you can get him. Chances are he's not on your waivers. But we're talking 11 carries for 138 yards, a 12.5 per touch clip. And that is not all from one carry 66 of it is the 66 of it is but on 10 carries he you know on 10 carries he was still averaging 70 some yards yeah i was gonna say averaging five or six plus yards a carry i mean that's that's, yeah he was running with a chip on his shoulder 
for sure. Uh, he he looked great. And Matt Burita looked good last year when nobody even heard of him. That's another one of those Niddle stashes. Niddle has Philip Lindsay on his team. Niddle loves picking these small you know guys that are undrafted or drafted really late that he loves. Philip Lindsay's one of those guys this year. Last year for Nid, it was Matt Bereda. He held on to Matt Bereda all year saying this guy's better than his draft position, which I don't think he was drafted. So, but So here's what I'm going to ask you. Let's say that you've got a $100 free agency budget. All right. Is Matt Bereda in that realm that a Kareem Hunt was last year? Yep. For, for uh, the Colts? It has to be. To, I think I agree with you, and I'm going to. here's why I'm going to say this. How many players this early in the season – have break out like this. Yeah, exactly. And and you have to take your shots on running backs. Like the, running backs are thin no matter what size your league is. Even a 10 teamer running backs are thin. So let's say you have to take your shot. You got a $100 free agency budget. How Spe- much how much is Matt Breda worth? I'm spending half of it at least. Okay. Now, I'm, I tend to agree with you. I'm gonna, here here's my, my thought process on it. You're not getting another breakout later in the year. Odds are, if you're even looking, you need a Matt Breda. You need him because, you know, you ended up with a Devonta Freeman or, you know, somebody who's who's letting you down. You know, I'll say, like, AP, he hurt you this week. If you can spend the money and get a Matt Breda, Breda's, to me, probably going to be a start all year. Um, I don't expect 140 yards every game, but let's also realize something. Alfred Morris... 14 carries for 48 yards. So let's take away seven of those. Seven carries. Yes, let's please. And give those to Matt Breda. And give Breda an average of 75 yards a game in, in on the ground. Uh, catch a couple passes. Breda becomes a, a touchdown here and there. 100 yards a game, a touchdown here and there. And that's that's good enough for, you know, uh RB1 production right there. Yeah, it is definitely RB1 production, especially considering what we talked about earlier and the majority of the backs in this league getting 10 carries at the most 12. That's not all. It's a generalization. But, I mean, if you've got a Matt Barreta that's getting 10 to 12, he's he's a high priority and, and a big commodity to own. So if you have, the, have him on your waivers and you can spend half your money to get him, I do it all day long. Let's uh, break your heart a little bit, Arms. Get him down the middle. Kittle shut down in the middle. Kittle was shut down in the middle, but that's not exactly the heartbreak I was talking oh. about. Oh, we're talking about the Raiders? We are. Is it, do you need... Come here. You know, you can come, talk about come, it. Come here. I'm just going to go to the other room and cry. Just lay your head on daddy. I don't even want to talk about it. Lay your head on daddy. Come on, lay your head on daddy arms. It's okay. Derek Carr didn't look that bad in this Neither game. did Amari Cooper. No. Dude finally learned how to catch a football. Yeah, he figured it out. He's like, wait a second. I'm a high he was like draft Jer- pick. He was like, Jared Cook? Hold on a sec. Wait, come here, bro. Come here. That's how you do that? That's how you do that. Huh. Jared Cook must have pulled him aside this week at practice, been like, okay, so you take your hands and you make a bowl out of them. See this see this bowl? It's like it's like hothead burrito bowl or like a Chipotle bowl. Like, see this bowl? Wait, not the kind of bowl that Martavis Bryant's <laughs> yeah. got. This is a different bowl. Uh, Amari Cooper's bowl. like, I've been I've been just holding my thumbs down. I just I put them up. And try to catch it and wrap him. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. He's like before, Jared. I I didn't know what to do with my hands. I, it, what? Michael Crabtree wouldn't teach me anything. Gosh, thanks, Jared. Gosh, thanks, Jared. but no, ten for ten for one hundred sixteen yards. Now about time. Mari Cooper, you whenever you have 
the ball in his hand, he's a very talented guy. You expect more than 116 yards, but you know what? I will freaking take it. I will take all day. Good job, Amari Cooper. Huge letdown from Jared Cook, and the Raiders lost. Yeah, yeah, and but it was a good game. It's better than what we saw out of the first game, and this is a good Broncos defense. Still, so. Nobody is going to to. I don't. The Rams could go undefeated this year. They they, they could. could. I'm yeah. not saying they're going to, but the the Rams are good. And if you're a, a below average team in the league, the Rams are going to eat your soul. Yes. So like, I'm not even upset about the massacre that occurred at the hands of the Rams. This this one hurts. This one hurts a little bit. That one does hurt, especially I mean, the Broncos going two and O in the division with the Raiders. That makes it a little more painful. I, I guess if there's silver linings, you got Cooper. Carr had a decent game, and Marshawn Lynch actually got 18 carries and did what Marshawn Lynch does, and he got into the end zone. Yeah. Um, beast mode. I mean, Marshawn, I I still don't like him as a as a consistent play. No, but but if you give him the carries, you you can get you can get enough out of him if you give him the carries. I don't understand why. Um, why you don't play Jalen Rashard really no. at least target him even thir- DeAndre on third Washington down. has shown flashes before I mean I, I'm just saying on third down like how is how is Rashard not even targeted on third down that that's mind-blowing to me I mean from what he did last week and this week you're like no nah, we just we just don't think we're well, gonna even targeting one time I mean Amari Cooper did actually play good. yeah so, yeah so and, I'm I sure mean, that had something they to also do with had it. the lead the whole game literally I think that they at no point during actual regulation time did the uh, did the Broncos win because didn't they kick the field goal as time expired? I believe so. Yeah, so I mean, they as the clock struck zero, then the ball goes in, the game's over. I mean, it is what which it is. brings us to them. Uh, so Case Keenum didn't exactly have a great game. Not didn't play well enough to actually win the game. But Philip Lindsay, uh, its favorite person on the planet right now, fourteen carries. 107 yards, 7.6. Me and Nit were having this conversation as arms as well uh, that Philip Lindsay is very Matt Burita-like. Mm-hmm. And and this is uh, this is kind of where the league is going. You don't have to have that bell cow back that we thought Royce Freeman was going to be and still could be for all we know. You can have a Philip Lindsay or a Matt Burita or an Austin Eakler and win games with those guys. Absolutely. And Philip Lindsay is proving that right now. If Absolutely. You, if you had him on your roster before week one, congratulations on being a, a fancy football super genius. So I, I, I'm not a huge DFS guy, but I was dabbling in a little DFS this week, and I, like, I don't play DraftKings. I just never have, and I've never played FanDuel a lot. But I've been playing in uh, Yahoo leagues, just just to you know dip my toe into the pool, so to speak. And like I've done it before, but I'm like you know I'm going to get more into it. And I got to looking, and like the Corey Clements of the world, the Austin Ecklers of the world, you know, the Philip Lindsay's of the world, these guys are dirt cheap. Yeah, they're the way to go. DraftKings hasn't caught up to the system yet. Yes, spend money on your stud receivers because guess what? The most expensive receiver you're going to have going forward probably is Mike Thomas. Rightfully so because he's the best receiver in football. Okay. Right now he is. Am I wrong? No, no, not right now. I was gonna say, make an argument and tell me how I'm wrong. No, I'm not. I just, it's just a, uh, it's a surprising statement right now because it's true. Yeah. So spend the money on him and the, you know, whoever you want, you consider the number two, whether it's AB or Nook or someone else. Spend the money there and go cheap on your running backs, and you can even go cheap on your flex. So if you spent spent high on 
three, basically three receivers, or two receivers and a tight end, right? If you went all out and you could get a Corey Clement and an Austin Eakler and, you know, a Philip Lindsay for next to nothing, you just won fantasy that week. Absolutely. But as far as other fantasy goes, Emmanuel Sanders was the only Bronco outside of Philip Lindsay that really gave you anything good. Uh, Justin Simmons on the defensive side, if you've got him on your team, he's kind of proving that he is the truth as far as tackles go mm-hmm. uh, there. And Von Miller is one of the best linebackers in IDP football right now. Even though he's not a tackle guy, he's a sack guy. He's uh, he's getting it done on that side of the ball for you if you own him. Uh, Raiders side. Von Miller would be one of those guys that you would be having the conversation of defensive MVP. If, if, he, if he continued what he did the rest of the year and Mac continued what he did the rest of the year, if Mac didn't exist, Von Miller's probably the defensive MVP. But Mac's just having a, an otherworldly uh, season right yeah. now. Yeah, and Von Miller's capable. So these are two guys to watch. As far it looks like both of them are on fire. So I, I'm watching both of these guys every yeah. opportunity I get. This Absolutely. Year. But Raiders uh, defense really nothing to talk about. To hear Whitehead was the tackle leader, which is what we expect. But it was nothing fantastic. Arms, I don't know about you, but I want to talk about Patriots and uh, the Jags. Let's go. Let's go. Blake Bortles, shoot, shoot, is uh, one of the top quarterbacks in fantasy right now. He finished last season as one of the top quarterbacks in fantasy. We kept going over that. It's like, is this is this real? Is this? I want to say he was like a top ten in the last eight weeks. So he he's carried this. He's carried this over with. You can't trust a receiver that he's got. Who you going to throw? who, Who do you trust to roll out there every week? So maybe I would like to have Keelan Cole. I'd like to have D.D. Westbrook, but I just I'm not ready to start him yet. I'm starting Keelan Cole. I believe I'm probably going to have to in in one of my redraft leagues. But to me, I'm just looking out there like who am I going to pick up that I'm comfortable with? And I mean, Keelan Cole is probably the one of the best uh, in a redraft league. One of the best uh, waiver wire pickups out there. Indeed. Now, since you talked about Bortles finishing the year on fire last year, kind of on fire, fantasy on fire, not exactly real life on fire, but he finished as a top 13 quarterback. He was number 13. Does he break top 10 this year? Total year? All year? Is Blake I mean, Bortles a top 10 quarterback? I don't see why he wouldn't wouldn't be. I mean, I, right now it just seems like there's some guys that are just falling off of a cliff and some guys who expected to be – kind of the the new ascension are are going away so so a couple things to look at and i think ryan fitzpatrick should remain the starting quarterback if he continues to play this way agreed but let's just be realistic and say that he has a stinker two games they pull him for james winston so james winston is not going out do what blake borders does and fitzpatrick's not going to outdo what blake borders does on the year so get both of those guys out of there that moves him up a couple rungs then jimmy garoppolo hasn't done what we expect jimmy garoppolo to do no. So he goes down a couple runs. You've got a, a an Eli Manning who has been just atrocious, who's usually normally around that 10 to 15 range, you know, total fantasy production. Get him out of there. So, yeah, Blake Bortles, I, God, I don't know if I can say it out loud. I'll just agree with you, maybe. Maybe he's he's kicking on the door of being above 11. <laughs> I just don't know if I can say that he's that. I know. It, it is tough because it is Blake Bortles a shoot. But uh, as far as Tom Brady, do, is it possible? 
Like, I know he's playing well. He's not playing great. Is it possible that we just get a well Tom Brady this season? Tom Brady said he would retire whenever he sucks three years ago, I believe. Yeah. Now, now he got a new weapon. Josh Gordon yeah. uh, is his new weapon. Josh Gordon. Which, by the, the way. The Pates. The Pates. We were still right if he played for the Browns. He was he's a startable guy. He's one of he's he was probably I mean Landry's good, but you know physical talent wise, Jordan or Jordan Gordon Gordon's a little bit better. You know, bigger, stronger guy. Get you know gets up for the ball a little bit better. He was the right play, and then the Browns let him walk uh, on suspicions that he quote unquote wasn't himself. Um, they suspected him to possibly have been high. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. Um, and supposedly hurt his hamstring in a photo shoot unrelated to football. Um, I'm guessing for... I figured it's for High Times Magazine. Oh, okay. I thought Um, it was porn. Anyhow, he just moves in as the most physically dominant receiving, wide receiver target that Tom Brady has. Can he grasp the system? Because we've seen, we've seen wide receivers come in from other teams or come in as free agents and it not work out. But we've seen the opposite as well. Uh, so, I mean, in your opinion, does Josh Gordon live up to his expectations in New England? Josh Gordon is still in his physical prime. Um, I don't think I, I don't think that they're going to put him on amazingly complex routes. I don't think they're going to, you know, pull the Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola type plays and say, hey, get out there and get open. So I think they're going to have, you know, here's, here's a post, you know, here's a drag. Those are a simple route tree for him to get him acclimated, and you still have to account for every receiver on the field whenever Tom Brady has the football because he distributes it so well. So I think that even if they simplified his side of the playbook, he'll be fine. We'll see. I'm excited to see exactly what happens with Josh Gordon there. I've got a bad feeling about it all, but that's just me being me, worrisome me with, with players like Gordon and Martavis. But Let's get to the chase here. The The Jags beat the Patriots ra- beat, rather handily. Beat the brakes off the Patriots. Rather handily, yeah. The game like, was not as close as the score. Yeah. The, the, the Patriots had, a cut, like, you know, 10 points in the fourth quarter to make it look like, you know, somewhat of a game. But it, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. I mean, Keelan Cole, seven receptions, 116 yards and a touchdown. Dede Westbrook. Uh, was pushing for 100 and had a touchdown. Moncrief got a touchdown. Austin Safarian Jenkins caught a touchdown, but put up his usual yardage of 23. But Bortles and company, just the defense especially, they handled their business. So on the Patriots' side of the ball, Sonny Michel finally gets his opportunity to start. Has 34 rushing yards. Only gets one reception, which kind of floored me. I, I figured he'd get a few uh, a few more catches out of the backfield. James White. James White. I know. Lead, leading them in receiving again. I know. Uh, but why why was he so ineffective? Because Telvin Smith and Miles Jack was in his face. I mean, Ron, Ronnie Harrison. What did, what, what did I say about Ronnie Harrison in the offseason? If they play him. Alabama safeties are going to be fantasy relevant. Yep. And Ronnie Harrison has seven solo tackles in this game. I mean, you, you can just completely – this is a good defense. Down to their nickel back. Their, their number five defensive back is good. Just just think about that for a second. That's how good this defense is. Find You find the hole, and we'll talk about it. You know what I mean? They should be in contention again to make it to the 
the big game. Absolutely. I mean, and you, I mean, Fowler was in Brady's face. I mean, Naku was in Brady's face. Didn't get a sack, but, you know, we're talking about Brady gets hit four times, and that's not times that, that's not count times that they're just swiping a hand in front of his face and he's, you know, throwing it wide, throwing it long. You know, that's a, this is a good Jaguars defense, and it would shock me if they don't make it around into the playoffs. Let's, uh, let's end it on the last game, last night's game, Seahawks and Bears. Is Will Disley now officially not just a fluke? He did score again. He didn't put up anything else impressive, but he scored. He's getting targets. There's really not that many players there that, that garner targets. I have a cousin named Garner. But Will Disley, yeah, what do you think? Is, is it time? Two weeks in a row, Will Disley gets five targets. Last week, he set the world on fire with you know the, the catches he got. This week, he ends up with 42 yards um, in a touchdown. Had a touchdown last week. The tight end landscape's trash. It is. Why so, not? Why not? I'm not saying get, I'm not saying cut. You know George Kittle. I'm not saying cut uh, Travis Kelsey or Ertz or something like that. Yeah, but, but if you're rolling it, with a Mike Gesicki or an Antonio Gates, it's time to pick up Will Disley. Absolutely, absolutely. If you had Delaney Walker, spend some free agent budget on Will Disley. Once again, you can't take that money with you. It's not real dough. Just get out there and spend it on a Will Disley if you Truth. need a tight end. Rashad Penny led the Seahawks in carries. Uh, Russell Wilson didn't really have a great game. Tyler Lockett had a solid game if you were starting him. But besides that, Bradley McDougald, the bright spot for the Seahawks. McDougald moving into that role that uh, Cam Chancellor left behind. I mean, I didn't expect him to be quite this good, you know, but he's putting up Cam Chancellor numbers probably better. McDougal, you know, a few years ago, uh, playing in full-time role for the Buccaneers was an absolute stud. And you know, what? now that he gets back into full-time role in uh, Seattle, he, he's he's fitting the bill. He's 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 solid. He's real solid play. On the other side, Mitchell Trubisky did okay for you. Nothing more than that. Jordan Howard killed you. Allen Robinson was solid, and Trey Burton caught a touchdown. So that's that's these two teams. I think this is what we can expect going forward as far as offense goes for fantasy purposes. I am staying away from most of them. Like there, there is the one guy at each position for the Bears, Jordan, Jordan Howard, Howard and, and Allen Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. you can probably count on to be Jordan Howard, if only because the running back landscape is is not that great. The players yeah, yes. are fine. There's the carry, the volume. Jordan's going to get the volume more often than not. He's going to do something with Correct. it. He didn't this week. Let's go back to the Bears. I've said it before. That's a scary linebacking core. And somehow, whenever the starter goes out, they just get better. So they give Roquan the run this game. So it's Trevathan with eight tackles. Roquan with seven. Yeah. Which Jared Davis, we didn't touch on for the Lions, also two sacks. Yeah. And second tackles on the team. So good game for him. But, but yeah. Roquan just steps in. I mean, just shows up. You know, really his first, his first play ever was a sack. You know, and now he gets an opportunity to, to play more of a role. And it's up, you know, passing with flying collars, has a pass defense. Uh, around the ball every single time. Trevathan around the ball every single time. The Bears linebacking quarter is playing with their hair on fire. Khalil Mack, if, if, you're not, if you don't see what Khalil Mack does as special, you don't understand football. And that's concerning to me for the Raiders. 
kind of disappointed in your boy Kwiatkowski, though. I mean, I think he's he's officially been passed up. Well, uh, Roquan, Trevathan, and Mack are the guys. I personally thought that Trevathan was going to be the one getting passed up, but you know what happened? And Roquan, Roquan is a transcendent talent at linebacker. He's going to be, barring injury, he's going to be one of the best linebackers to ever play the game. The best to ever do it. He, he could be. I mean, he looks great, but sadly, I mean, this game... Outside Sadly, of, not a lot to talk about. Outside there. of Danny Trevathan, the, line, or the Bears have three first-round linebackers starting for their team. Yep. Let's uh, let's. Uh, I said ended on Seahawks Bears, but let's let's touch on Jets Browns for Thursday since we won't be recording before that game. Do the Browns get their first win? Arms is this where it happens? I say yes. I'm going to say the Jets actually rebound and show that they're they're an above competent team. Um, I actually think that the Jets, I don't want to say win it handily, but I don't think it's the, oh my God, it's a, you know, Zane Gonzalez field goal going wide right or wide left. They did cut him and they, did. And they brought in a different kicker of which I've never heard of. Irrelevant. It, all of, unless it's Johan Koo, which Ooh, the dude kicks like 70 yard field goals. It's insane. Just in practice. It's better than his high school. It's still better than what you have with the Browns. Right. Um, you know, I'm going to say that the Jets win it by 7 to 10 points. Um, Sam Darnold just going to do what Sam Darnold did the first game and actually you know, put up a couple touchdowns. Um, one thing to, to look out for, if I'm going to have a play, a, a sneaky play, Denzel Ward at cornerback again. Sam Darnold's a rookie quarter, quarterback. He'll, he'll, he'll try to test him, and Ward so far has passed the flying collars against every receiver and every quarterback. So... Uh, Denzel could come away with a pick or two this game. I like the Browns in it. I think Jarvis has a big rebound game. He was fired up uh, in the team facility, just giving his wide receivers absolute hell. I, I think that Jarvis is, is going to come through for the Browns, score his, uh, his first multi-touchdown game of the season. I think he's going to have two touchdowns in this one. I think the Browns are going to target him heavily. And I think they're going to pull it out. They've been playing well. It's time for that win, and it's time for all those beers to be open for free in Cleveland. Play Terrell Pryor. Oh, again, again. It worked for me this week. Yeah, well, you know what? I think it's going to work again because Pryor's going to have something to prove against his former team. So, Yep, and and I I mean, at this point, Robbie Anderson, who looks like Felicia off Friday, <laughs> like he's, he's a rough-looking cat. Um, he's, just, he's just doing nothing. Robbie Anderson no. doing absolutely no. nothing. I, I, I'm and that telling was you, arguably man, Quincy Nunn was a good receiver. Hey, Quincy Nunn was going to be a, a PPR a solid play for for the rest of the year. Yeah, but I'm playing if I'm if I've got to play and I have to play a, a Jet outside of a Nunn, well, I'm going to go with uh, Terrell Pryor. Absolutely. But thanks for joining us, guys. That's our recap for week two. And we were happy to get Nit a little fired up for you. I'm glad he's gone. Hey, Nit, Lev Bell deserves to be somewhere else. He, he just needs cut. He just Honestly, needs cut. He's, he's, just just, he's just hot, stinky garbage. Yeah. I'm, Terrible listeners, running back. I'm just playing. Terrible running back. I'm just playing. But, dude, Nittle gets awful fired up about Le'Veon Bell. You should see his face when we're sitting here with him. It's like it's like the, the, the Antichrist has, has arrived. You know what the best part was? Putting him in a bad mood for work today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm like, going to have to message him because we work at the same place. I'm going to have to shoot him a little work instant message be like hey i still love you bro he's gonna be like you know what just go on a tirade about how Le'Veon bell is the second coming of barry sanders or something it's oh, like if, if you combine walter payton gail sayers and barry sanders you would hope that that dna mixed properly to try to get a Le'Veon bell 
And then if you mix Kajana Carter with Rashawn Salam, that's what gets you James (laughs) Conner. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you later. Peace Uh, out, Mark's out. Hey, it's Mark from the back row, and I have a question for you. Do you want an unfair advantage to dominate your fantasy football league? Well, look no further and download SquadQL, the only mobile app you need to crush your friends and rivals this year. SquadQL recommends the best starting lineup for each week based on your starters, bench players, and free agent pool. You may ask, how does SquadQL actually do this? Well, the app connects directly with your Yahoo, ESPN, and CBS leagues, pulling in your actual roster and your league scoring system. The app also provides waiver recommendations and player rankings each week, all based on your league settings. SquadQL truly is your go-to app for this fantasy football season. So head to SquadQL.com to download SquadQL, your all-in-one fantasy football secretary. And remember, SquadQL is brought to you by the creators of RotoQL, the leading daily fantasy lineup optimizer trusted by over 100,000 DFS players. You can also download RotoQL for free for both Apple and Android. Take it from Bark. This is going to help you win in 2018. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.